0: swag after them bows and welcome that's to that's another that's episode off, of the sartoyo and geek podcast by Webster style where we talk about bow ties comic books and everything in between I am your host Webster style I hope that everyone is fully wide awake from their turkey ham or whatever protein you consume during this Thanksgiving holiday induced itis let's get down to it shall we now one of the things that' a well-deserved holiday gives you time to play games. I know many listening to this have been playing their brand spanking new uh, PS5s or Xbox Series consoles or have been actively trying to get one through Black Friday deals or what have you. But the point of this is it has given us a time to either play games collectively or play games as a family in this case video games and this week's download is a game that normally I would not play and I frankly have never been a fan of the genre but in my search through the Xbox Game Pass I decided to hey let me download this game because it's not a game or not a genre I am typically a fan of and let me tell you I was pleasantly surprised. That game is none other than Microsoft's flagship auto title, Forza, in this case, Forza Motorsport 7 on the Xbox uh, One and Xbox One S and all the other Xboxes that have come after the original Xbox One. And it's available on Game Pass. And I say that because I've never been a fan of simulated racing games. Arcade Racers, yes. I, I have talked about my love for Daytona on various podcasts. I remember the um, MSR series on the original Xbox uh, and I forget what the predecessor's name was on the Dreamcast, but I, I've i always been a fan of Arcade Racers. Even the Sega Rally uh, series is one that I enjoyed. I was never a big fan, but I enjoyed playing it. But it's something about the hyper-realistic simulators, like Forza, like Gran Turismo on the PlayStation, that I never was a fan of. I've, I've never I never liked the controls. I felt like the controls, in many respects, were too twitchy, especially compared to an arcade racer. With that, I never really played them. never wanted to. But I decided to download Forza Motorsport 7 over the past weekend and let me tell you I was pleasantly surprised about how easy it was to hop into the game and how much fun it was to play and I think part of that just comes to my own taste in gaming changing but also I will give a very big testament to the development team not forget the team that's behind the Forza series at the moment But just to create a game that is really open and accessible to anyone of any skill level. I was really impressed. And I played the game straight for about an hour to an hour and a half before I wanted to do other things that I had to do in that day. But it's definitely one I am going to back to because it was just so fun to play and much like when I talked about my illustrious Sega Bass Fishing game it was just something really easy to get into to focus on and to kind of just have a relaxing moment it's kind of weird to think racing and a twist and turns and drifting and trying to outmaneuver the other competitor's on the racetrack is relaxing relaxing excuse me but it really was a relaxing experience playing a game and it was just so easy to play so that is my download for the week if you have an Xbox one 1X one 1S one Series S or Series X and you don't have game pass you're missing out because being able to have access to all those games is amazing and Forza Motorsport 7 is a game that I definitely recommend you play even if you are not into the racing genre you, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at how good of a game it actually is and I've just only played an hour and an hour and a half so I can only imagine once I get deeper into the game and really to unlocked, unlock cars and courses and Things of that nature. So it's going to be a really fun ride playing Forza Motorsport 7. And then ultimately, I will probably become a fan and really look forward to the release of Forza. I cannot talk today. Forza Motorsports 8, whenever it comes out on the next gen systems, which I won't be getting for another two years or so. So it's one of those things where I am very happy to wait for these things as there are a plethora of games to play and to discover right now. Now, with the Thanksgiving holiday, holiday implies that you had time off for work and that if you are working, and one of the things that we know with the current pandemic is that a lot of people are not working. And if you are working, it has severely impacted your ability to work or even at the very basis where you're actually working from. And one of the professions that I have questions about and how they're able to survive. Are those men and women that actually uh, do hair or barbers, you know, those sort of industries are severely impacted, especially in states like where I am, where there are rules and regulations in place for social distancing. And one of the things that I've seen is that, as you can imagine, their clientele has Greatly decreased. For instance, I have I've made it a point to go to my barber. I am someone who I am not. I do not go to the barber every week, every two weeks, every month. Uh, I was really going maybe every three months, but I have made it a point since my barber opened back up to go every two months. It has been, and just because I know one, they are scheduling so they have a decrease amount amount of clientele coming in don't have walk-in clients and even in the shop where they are it it used to be a shop full of guys it's now three and there are other shops that they have that are closed now as as well and it's one of those things where i know it's impacting their bottom line and also impacts the Gentlemen, they used to employ as well, and they're finding other avenues, other places to cut hair if those places are available. So it's really impacted them. And even so, a lot of those costs and impacts have translated into higher costs. My my normal haircut now is a few dollars more. But I asked this question: when I come to this, and I come from this train of thought of, what are you doing to if you are in a position to work in have an income right now or even whatever your side hustles are providing funding for your household and allow you to live a lifestyle that was, you know, somewhat normal uh, compared to uh, what it was. It is somewhat normal compared to what it was. How are you using your dollars to benefit those that provide services to you? Uh, I, one of the questions I always have asked and I think it's a kind of a barbershop thing. How much do you actually tip your barber? You know, the normal standard service industry standard is 15%. And I don't think I've ever tipped my barber 15%. I've, I've always tipped about 20, if not more. But now, even though my haircut is higher, I'm actually tipping more. I just worked it out a little while ago. I'm tipping 33%. And I was quite amazed at that. But I look at it this way. I've gone to my barber for the past 10 years. I know him. He knows me. He knows my my spouse. Hell, my spouse went to him first because my spouse used to have a fade when we met. And I went to him through her. So... I have very much grown up in the past few years and matured having him as my barber and seeing him as an entrepreneur. And he's about nine years younger than me, grow to start his own business, to get married, have his own family. So he's like part of my family, him and the other guys at the shop that he started with as well. Like We know them intricately. So it's one of those things where I understand without even asking all the questions I want to ask how everything has impacted it is impacting his household so every little bit i can give and again i'm just one person who's given a little bit extra on that tip you know i hope that everybody else is doing the same uh in this regard especially with those you know those people who do provide those services to you those essential workers knowing that all of those dollars are decreased. So those of us that do have means, I honestly want to say we're obligated to give a little bit more just to help our fellow man survive in this time. Because if the shoe was on the other foot, I hope that people would think the same way about me if I was doing something where I relied on tips and every little bit extra help me take care of the people that I love and I'm charged with taking care of as a man. So I lay that on your shoes at your feet. What do you do? How do you tip when it comes to those individuals that are that help you maintain you? I'll put it that way. And that's even before the pandemic. I feel like barbers and beauticians provide a service service that many industries don't any man will tell you once they leave a barbershop they feel like a totally different person they feel like they can do anything be anybody it is such a confidence boost and you feel like you're looking like your best self and there is nothing there is no price that you can put on that feeling so i hope that if you're not thinking of that When it comes to particularly the barbers, the beauticians, but also those individuals who are providing services, those who we do classify as essential employees, those that are delivering food that rely on tips. Or even if you are going to restaurants, what are you tipping these individuals? Because remember, if you have the means to go out to the restaurant, then you really should take notice and think about what you're tipping because they are making less money than they did. And I don't care where you are. Um, unless you're in Florida, if one, it seems like Florida or Atlanta, they're quite balls in crazy with COVID down there, but that's a whole nother topic. But I ask you, what do you tip your barber? What is customary for you is 15% your standard or you, do you give more? Let me know. Shoot me an email info at website.magazine.com or again, Shout out me on Instagram or Twitter at Webster Style, or on Instagram as well at sartoriusgeek.com. Think about that. Still on it? Let me know. We're gonna take a break. Listen to our sponsor, another wonderful message from Anchor, and then come back on the flip side of the podcast. we're back with everyone's favorite segment of the show the fragrance of the week and this week's fragrance is extracted brown now the extracted line i first saw them maybe two years ago or so in cvs so you already know it's a cheapie i don't know if cvs carries them anymore but the extracted brown was one i picked up in a local discounter, maybe about a year or so ago simply because i was interested and then looking up online to see if there were any reviews and i only found two reviews at the time and one of them was by brooklyn fragrance lover now if you are into the youtube fragrance game uh... brooklyn fragrance lover has been around for a while his nose has been on a whole lot of different fragrances so when he gave it a pretty glowing review for what it was I decided why not give it a try and if you know anything from me I'm all about trying out fragrances that aren't like anything that I have and you'll understand why I went to this one in a minute so the notes are amber suede pepper and musk so right there drastically different from anything I have nothing else in my collection at that point in time had suede in it and a few things really had pepper and just a combination of the amber the suede the pepper and the musk really caught my eye and i picked it up and i think i paid i think i paid about eight bucks for this at the time so it was very inexpensive is a eau de cologne so you would think it's not that much of an intensity considering the concentration of oil and it's a hundred ml or 3.4 Ounce bottle, and again, that was about eight bucks or so. Let me tell you, this one is one that I really enjoyed. It has the the sweetness of the amber, the ambry sweetness, and then the suede that suede leatherish smell with the pepper and the musk. I absolutely love it, and it lasts. A long time which was very surprising I'm not sure about the duration because it's been a while since I actually see me projection I'm not sure about that because it's been a while since I wanted because somebody doesn't like it so I don't wear it that often and it's been quite a while and this is definitely a, a cold weather fragrance I know that I've said that you can wear fragrance whenever you want. But there's some fragrances that you would not be caught dead wearing in 90 degree heat. And for me, this is definitely one of them. This is definitely a cold weather scent. This is one that I, man, this is, this is just some good stuff, especially for the price. And I, I really love it and enjoy it. And actually, I might wear it tomorrow and see what happens. Because one thing I've noticed, depending on the day, the things that they like, that all of a sudden they don't like and things they say they've hated and I wear it again and they absolutely love it it's weird but fragrances are like that every day it can change based on whatever else is going on so I think I might wear Extracted Brown tomorrow so that is the fragrance of the week Extracted Brown if you can find it I'm not even sure it's still produced uh, nowadays but if you can find it it is a, a worthy pickup if you're looking for a relatively inexpensive winter fragrance, uh, especially if you're you're going to be out. It, it lasts a long time out in the world in the weather, so it's definitely one that I obviously recommend for you to pick up if you find it. And I'm not sure about the rest of the extracted line, but I've heard pretty reasonable things about them as well. So if you can find them, again, you're probably going to spend under 10 bucks, no more than 15 depending on where you find them. If you still find them in the store, I'm not sure about online, but they're worth a shot if you're looking for something that's relatively inexpensive of a pretty good quality. And that is my fragrance of the week. And with that, that is the end of this week's show. Uh, thank you again for taking time out of your busy day to listen. You can find us at WebsterStyle.com. We will have 11 years of content officially as of this week on the site. Also find us on Instagram at WebsterStyle or at Geek. Also on Twitter at WebsterStyle feel free to drop us an email. I still want to know what you tip your barber or your beautician or whomever during this time of COVID. So let me know. Shoot me a DM on whatever social platform or also email us at info at WebsterStyleMagazine.com. Again, thank you for joining us. Stay safe out there and be blessed. It's that, that bowtie paisley? Ah, you're a killer. Oh, Ooh, I I, I mean, this is me right here. Baby, you see this? Nah, this is... Hold on. I I mean, I can change. I, I thought... Never mind, forget I'm a Jimmy jenny Miffinny Muffin infinity hey, hey, when it comes to the killing spree, hey, aka that's an hey, ensemble. Hey, boy. Are you the enemy? Hey, if you're not hey, defending the presence of hey, Millie in the vicinity without a bow tie Okay, I might have went over the edge besides yeah. I really let them clothes on them legs yeah. Need it get strong we can lift them to the sky The party off of 12 We got a little time 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 hey, to get, hey, it get it on And fact on I'm the type of pussy on the Take a picture with the phone or the outfit of I'm choosing what we own. Now it was tree green Tuesday. Had to be Bowtie Thursday. Yeah, had to be White Wednesday. Uh...